If you're looking for a house in Florida, have you ever noticed that in a lot of instances, a house will go pending very quickly and then it's back on the market a few days later? Stay tuned, I'm gonna tell you why that happens. Hey everybody, Melanie Atkinson here, Realtor with Smith & Associates in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida. We all know that houses fly off the market right now. You barely have time to see them before they go pending. But sometimes you'll notice a house will miraculously reappear on the market somewhere three to 10 days after it went pending. What's up with that? It's actually a really important thing to understand, especially if you're shopping for real estate from another state. Every state has different real estate contracts. So I wanna explain what's happening in Florida real estate contracts so you understand why sometimes houses pop back on the market. Brief history lesson for you. In the pre-Great Recession years before 2006, as a real estate agent, I never used an as-is contract. I think they existed, but in my market, they really weren't used. Then the Great Recession happened and we had a market full of short sales and foreclosures. We had banks that weren't willing to do certain repairs. We had sellers that were going to be foreclosed on if they couldn't short sell a home. In general, houses were not well maintained at that time. So as is contracts became a very standard contract in our market. It became the contract of choice during those years and has since stayed as the contract for most buyers. So what is the as is contract and how does it apply to this topic? I'm just going to go over the most important part of the contract in relation to this topic. I won't go over the whole thing, don't worry. In the Florida As Is contract, section 12 is the property inspection right to cancel portion of the contract. This section is where we determine how many days you as a buyer have for your inspection period. That number of days is negotiable. The default number of days on the contract is 15 days. It has been years since I've had a 15 day inspection period. So why are the number of days so important? Because the second sentence of this portion of the contract says, if buyer determines in buyer's sole discretion that the property is not acceptable to buyer, buyer may terminate this contract by delivering written notice of such election to seller prior to the expiration of the inspection period. And if they do so within this time frame, they get their escrow deposit back. The most important three words in that whole sentence are buyer's sole discretion. That means that a buyer can cancel for whatever reason as long as it's during the inspection period. They don't have to actually find something wrong during an inspection. It is the easiest out for a buyer. All it requires is written cancellation. So obviously sellers want that inspection period to be as short as possible or better yet waived entirely. So let's talk about how important this is in our current market. So many buyers in Florida are from out of state and they're buying virtually. Let's say an out of state buyer wins a contract and they have a five day inspection period. They hop on a plane to see the house on day three of their contract. They have an inspection set for day four of the contract. They get inside the house and decide it's not at all what they want. So they tell their agent to cancel the contract, which the agent does within their inspection period so they get their escrow deposit back. The only money that those buyers have lost is on their plane ticket. Then the house has to go back on the market and that's when you see it pop back up. Another example, say a local buyer finds a house, negotiates it over the weekend, goes under contract on a Monday, has a five-day inspection period. Their inspection period will then end on Monday because technically it ends on Saturday, which then rolls over to the next business day. 
which is Monday. They do an inspection on Wednesday. They pay for that inspection. Everything's great. And then the house of their dreams pops up on Thursday. They negotiate that over the next weekend, get it under contract on Sunday, and then they have to cancel the first contract by the end of their inspection period on Monday. They cancel in time. They get their earnest money back. The only money they're out is the cost of the inspection that they paid for but the buyers are happy because they get their deposit back and they get their dream house. Seller, not so happy. And then you'll see the house pop back on the market again. Those are just two examples of situations that are happening all the time in Florida now. In this heated market, buyers are having to make decisions so quickly. It happens all the time that buyers will get carried away. They offer on a home that isn't necessarily right for them, but they know they have that safety net of the inspection period to get out of the contract if they need to. We do have people that cancel for actual inspection reasons too, which was the original point of the contract. But the inspection period, having an out for buyers at their sole discretion is the reason why you see so many houses pop back on the market. In a market where everything seems to be on the seller side, this is actually one of the downsides for them. So how as a buyer do you use this to your advantage? First tip, if you really love a house and you don't get that house, don't be afraid to ask to be a backup, an actual negotiated signed backup contract. That way, if something does happen to the primary contract, you will just slide right in without the house going back on the market. Guys, this is one of my favorite tools for getting a house for my buyers in this crazy market. But I need you to be realistic about this. Not every seller is going to want to execute a backup contract. Maybe that seller wants to relist on the open market if the primary contract falls through. Maybe they just don't feel like going through the hassle of signing a whole other contract. Believe me, not accepting a backup contract is almost more common than a seller accepting one. A lot of agents and sellers will just say, oh, I'll let you know if something happens with the primary contract. Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. It's the wild west out there, folks, so do whatever you can if you really like a house to convince the agent and the seller to allow you to be an actual backup executed contract. One other downside to a backup contract that I want you to remember, sometimes the primary contract will be on much better behavior if they know there's a backup contract ready and willing to take their place. But it's still worth doing if you can. Second tip, if possible, be there in person to see the house. A seller will feel much better about going under contract with a buyer who has seen the house than one who has only seen it virtually. That inspection period becomes less risky for them because they're not having to deal with the sight unseen part of the transaction. Now, I know it isn't possible for a lot of buyers to see a house in person. I work with them all the time. So if it isn't possible, make sure your agent is letting the listing agent know that you have thoroughly gone through the videos of the home. You have asked the questions that you need to ask. You know the neighborhoods. Anything you can do to convince the seller and the listing agent that you are not going to cancel because you haven't seen it in person. This is definitely getting trickier and trickier to navigate because we've had a couple years now where we have seen how often sight unseen buyers cancel contracts in comparison to ones who have already seen the house. Third tip, don't assume that just because a house has been under contract for a while and it is probably out of its inspection period that it won't be back on the market. There is a financing contingency to deal with on some non-cash deals. 
We also have buyers cancel contracts and lose their deposits just because they find something else that they like better. Plus, you never know what hurdles buyers and sellers are trying to overcome in a transaction. One of my best stories from 2021 was a lovely family that was having a really hard time finding the perfect home. They needed a lot of space. There was a house that was pending and it was perfect in the perfect neighborhood and it had been pending for months. They saw this house, they asked me to call the agent and find out what was up. I fully expected that agent to tell me to go pound sand that everything was fine with their transaction, but in actuality, it wasn't. Their primary contract had had a couple of extensions and the last extension was about to expire. If the primary contract didn't move forward, then the house was gonna be available again. So what did we do? We went and saw it, they loved it. We put in an executed backup offer. So the second that the primary contract expired, we then moved into first position. I felt like we had hit the real estate jackpot. Moral of the story, have your agent call the listing agent if it's a house you really like. The worst thing that can happen is they tell you no. My fourth tip is one that I really don't like to give, but I have to in the current market conditions. It has become pretty common for people to waive the inspection period. You put a big fat zero, for the number of inspection days. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can't or won't do an inspection. It just means that the contract is not contingent on the results of those inspections. And as a buyer, you can't cancel for any reason. If you do this, you have to be prepared to lose your escrow deposit if for some reason you change your mind or the inspection comes back with bad results. And escrow deposits in this market can be large sums of money, so you have to be careful. You may still have your financing contingency to lean on to get your escrow deposit back, but having a contract fall through because of financing issues is far less common than having it fall through because of inspection issues. It is a leap of faith and can be an expensive one. I typically only talk about it as an option for houses that are newer construction and in areas that I know are going to have lots and lots of offers. If that's the case, waiving the inspection period is almost a necessity to have a fighting chance in this competitive market. It's obviously not the best thing for buyers and as a professional, I hate to even recommend it, but it is the reality of our current market and I don't wanna sugarcoat it for you. If you as a buyer are comfortable with that risk, then it definitely puts you in a better position in negotiations. But please be careful. My fifth tip is to present the other Florida purchase contract the one we used way back in the day. I have always referred to that contract as the repairs contract because it allows you as the buyer to ask for a certain amount in repairs after the inspection is done. You can make those amounts really low so you don't scare the seller. Now sellers don't necessarily want to do repairs, but they also don't want you walking away from the contract for no reason, which is why this contract actually protects the sellers more. As a buyer, you can't walk for any reason. It's mind boggling to me that agents don't use this contract more, especially when trying to protect their sellers from buyers just walking away for any reason. Why don't they use it more? I think sellers sometimes will look at this contract and get scared that they're going to have to do repairs. But what they don't realize is that even on an as-is contract, buyers ask for repairs all the time. Please explore this option with your agent. It works really well if you as a buyer are committed to purchasing that home. If you want the easy out of the as-is contract, which is why most buyers want to use it, then the as-is contract is still the right choice for you. I hope this helps answer that burning question you had about why so many houses in the state of Florida pop back up on the market. 
and I hope my tips will help you get a house under contract in the state of Florida. As always, your real estate agent is your best source of information, so please consult them. You've been listening to the Melanie Loves Tampa Bay podcast experience. Thank you for your support. Consider subscribing if you want to learn about real estate, homeownership, or living in the Tampa Bay area. You can also follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links are in my show notes. Or visit my website, melanielovestampabay.com. See you in the next episode. With love, Melanie.